exercised they're the most professional that we have your local resources cal fire and all of our cooperators have been exceptional to make sure that we put this fire out to get you home efficiently and back in your home safely i know that this has been a large impact on all of you and for those of you that are evacuated and for those of you who've lost your home my heart goes out to all of you And that means that this could happen again. I pray to God it does not, but we still have a lot of fire season to go. So readyforwildfire.org is a place that you can go to identify and start with a plan so that you're ready to go. Adhere to those warnings, adhere to the orders. A fire hose or a, a garden hose is not going to protect your home. You need to leave so that we the first responders in the field can protect you. So life, property, and homes, and in that order. So if they're, if you're in your home and we, you have not evacuated, our first priority is life safety. So please do your part. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, the, well, this team will still have information every day uh, to allow you the opportunity to get the most updated information. If you um, also on fire.ca.gov uh, is where incident information, not only for this one, but also for around the state, uh, you can find that. Thank you again. That's the conclusion of our formal presentations. Happy to answer any questions at this point. Yes, the question was in relation to the firefight between Calistoga and Angwin, and just further clarification about what the conditions are between those two areas. And I'll pass it over to uh, Operations Checks and Chief. So right now uh, in the east zone, that's our top priority, is that uh, area you described between Calistoga and Angwin. Uh, fire is very active there. It's in some very steep, uh, inhospitable terrain, uh, base of uh, Mount St. Leon, and what's also known as the Palisades. So, uh, it's a tough firefight there. Uh, we are trying to establish some uh, old uh, control lines that we've used in the past. Uh, some of that we uh, were met with without success, unfortunately. Uh, so we've had to uh, just take a step back and, uh, and reconnoiter that and, and, uh, and establish some new lines. So uh, it's an arduous process. Uh, we've had, had some limited resources. We're getting resources hidden slowly to assist us with that. Um, so as soon as we can, uh, we're giving that a priority stance as far as uh, the firefight to protect uh, that community of not only Angwin but also into uh, it, uh, moving further into Pope Valley and then into Lake County and affect yet another county. So the question is, is there air support there? Yes, currently um, that is where we have some clean or what we call clean air, clear air that we can fly aircraft. We can't fly aircraft in the dense smoke uh, or in any high winds. Well, fortunately we don't have the winds but we do have the dense smoke, so it makes it very uh, dangerous only for uh, our air operations uh, to operate in that kind of environment, zero visibility, uh, but also they're not effective with their drops otherwise. So uh, we do have a good set of clean air there. Just prior to the press conference, I was listening to some of the radio traffic between our uh, personnel that are directing the air attack, 
and um, and they're uh, utilizing both helicopters and fixed wing assets uh, to drop retardant and drop uh, water that but it's uh, it's a lot of area it's a huge area and doing the best we can with the resource we have available Yes, the question was related to injuries. Uh, we have no confirmed first responder injuries right now that we consider reportable. Uh, and reportable is essentially uh, has to meet a sort of set, certain set of criteria. Well, I'm talking about um, residents. Uh, civilian uh, uh, injuries. Uh, I can uh, definitely ask Sheriff Essick if he's had any confirmation on any injuries on the incident. Uh, I'm not even yeah, we can get you that information. Yeah, so another question related to uh, the firefight in Annadale on, here on the west side for Chief Run. So yes, the fire is uh, within Annadale State Park. Um, what we are utilizing is the trail system that currently exists in the park. Uh, so we're not really having to use any heavy equipment at this point in time. Uh, partly in fact that we didn't really have the accessibility to heavy equipment. Now that we do have that, that is our backup. Um, but we were able to use the current trail system do some uh, firing or backfiring operations uh, in the evening uh, when the conditions were conducive to do so. And as of this morning, we had a great uh, number of success with that. We're not completely um, out of danger out of the woods at that part, but we're feeling much more confident this morning uh, after the operations that took place last night. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, tell you exactly which trails uh, were, were utilized um, within that process. Uh, again, it's a very large fire, and, and just trying to keep on top of every little trail and so forth is, is a challenge. But uh, we did keep it as minimal as we could within the park, uh, utilizing current trail systems. Yeah, so the question is related to kind of firefighters and the hard work that they're doing out there and any stories. Is there anything specific you're looking for as far as uh, information? Any particular aspects of the firefight? Uh, what it's like to be up in those hills uh, battling this, the challenges of it? Yeah, so the question is related to kind of more depth information about what the challenges are about the firefight. Uh, and I think the best person to answer that is uh, Chief C from the Incident Command Team. Uh, he's been on incidents back-to-back uh, -back here for several months and has seen firsthand what that looks like. So relating to the firefighter effort out there and all the firefighters on the ground, it's been a long summer. Like I said, most of them have been uh, working diligently since the middle of July. We had the big lightning siege that came through Northern California. Uh, over uh, two to 300 fire fires started with large rapid growth throughout Northern California. Uh, multiple incident management teams, both from the state and federal uh, agencies, were deployed and still are deployed today. Um, I can speak for at least incident management team three. This is our fourth incident we've been assigned to uh, since middle of July. We started in Susanville on the hog incident. We were in Santa Cruz, 86,000 acres in an ancient uh, redwood forest. Uh, just uh, last week, uh, we uh, assisted incident management team five from CAL FIRE up on the Mendocino 
uh, west zone of the Argus complex, over 860,000 acres on that. Uh, Friday, a lot of us uh, went home for a couple of days, and then we got the phone call to come here. And it's been like that, not just for the incident management teams, but all the CAL FIRE resources and all the local government resources statewide. Uh, this, our system here in California is probably one of the most diverse and strongest emergency response systems there is in the nation. We deploy multitude of firefighters and resources all over this state for multitudes of type of incidents, not just wildland fires, for floods, for earthquakes. This state's prone to having devastating incidents. So our firefighters and law enforcement agencies deployed through the Office of Emergency Services along with CAL FIRE resources throughout the year. And it's just not on wildland fires. So yes, our firefighters have been working long hours, long days. We try to give them as much rest as possible and we try to watch out for their health and welfare. But at the end of the day, we're here to serve the public and we got a state mission to meet and that's what we're trying to do is meet that state mission, mitigate these incidents so we can actually all take some time off to see our families. Yeah, we can break that down for you and get that to you, definitely. The question is related to the actual acreage between the two different counties. Yeah, and then likewise, between the two zones. We can look into that as well. Yeah, so I can get with you after this and we can definitely chat about it. Kevin. Okay, what needs to be done to get back folks back in their homes? Um, I'll answer a little bit and then I'll turn over to the sheriff. I believe it would be uh, the sheriff's uh, agency to, uh, the PD to, um, to explain their part of it. Uh, is that we work collaboratively with our law enforcement brothers and sisters in, in the overall plan and restoring. So when we look at an evacuation and then when we look at repopulation, we have a very set process, a very methodical process, and that process is set up for the safety of the public so that when they return, uh, that it's a, a safe environment for them to return to and that they have services in place prior to returning so they're not returning to something without power, water, and all the necessities. So uh, we have a full process in place. It's one that we've developed over many years of, of these types of incidents uh, with a lot of success and, uh, and very exercised in that, obviously, in this area. So uh, turn it over to either... Yes, sir. That's always a good sign because, like I said, it, we want to make sure infrastructure is back in place before we repopulate. So that is a step of the process. So that is, I would say, a positive uh, step into that process. And and all signatories have to be sign off on it before we uh, we allow repopulation, so that we make sure it's completely safe for everybody involved. Sheriff, I turn over to you. I just have a few brief comments on repopulation. So I think it's important for everyone to realize that anytime we do an evacuation, there's a major process that occurs behind the scenes. <clears throat> and part of that process is repopulation. So we already have staff at the sheriff's office working in conjunction with Santa Rosa Police Department and the uh, CAL FIRE to look at repopulation plans. Typically what we've seen is that we will repopulate areas under evacuation warning first, and then we will repopulate areas that were under mandatory evacuation. They do come in stages. Uh, there are many factors that come into play, including
restoration of infrastructure such as drainage pipes, power lines down, damages to roads, trees down. Uh, those are all factors that we look at. We understand that probably the, the biggest anxiety builder for, for people uh, during a time like this is being away from their home and being denied access. And I can assure you that it is an absolute top priority for all of us in law enforcement and in CAL FIRE to get you back home um, as quickly as we can, but to do so safely and uh, not have your uh, repopulation interfere with the active firefighting efforts underway. So the, the question is about assessing damage and to the infrastructure. That is a process that is kind of an ongoing process. Um, I don't have any update for you on that right now. As soon as the area is determined to be safe, we have CAL FIRE experts and local officials from utility companies get in there, do damage assessments. So that will be an update that we'll have to provide to you at a later time. Thank you. All right, uh, just to summarize, um, as far as the information flow goes, the, uh, the best place for information on this incident about the fire uh, is through the fire.ca.gov website and signing up for uh, incident updates. The best information for uh, evacuations, shelters, uh, and all the local resources is really within the jurisdictional area that you're looking for that information. So if you're an unincorporated Sonoma County, going to the county's website, their EOC website, same for Napa County, their EOC, and the city of Santa Rosa as well. And a lot of questions come up about where to get information. We, we cross-link all of the information in our releases, so if you're looking for something specific or general, fire or evacuation, uh, it does all uh, correlate with each other. Uh, with that, uh, we are, uh, as we heard, still starting to talk about the repopulation process. Uh, we're in that, um, that critical phase right now where we're uh, looking at evacuations and repopulation at the same time. So it's a very dynamic incident, uh, and information will be forthcoming through the normal processes as and when that all takes place. With that, we are going to have another uh, a press conference tomorrow at 11 a.m. at this same location. I'll close this uh, English language version out. Uh, we'll give it just a minute, and we'll translate uh, transition to the Spanish language version. Thanks for joining us.